Hi, welcome to Gen X Up. I'm your host, Grant Porter. Today, we've got a special podcast taking you along on a little road trip down to Marina del Rey to check out the vessel Ariel, a 1977 Cal 46 MK3. We're going to meet the owner and we're going to take her for a sail and we're going to uh, haul her out of the water and get a good look at her. Uh, if you'd like to see more than here, please stop by genxup.com. You'll find links to the video, which has uh, a little bit more for you to, to take in. I uh, hope you enjoy and apologies for the quality of the audio, but have a great day and, and make your vision real. Well, I just drove down PCH. Uh, I have arrived at the marina where I'm gonna take a look at the sailboat I'm in contract for. And it was an interesting drive. I listened to a podcast about how breaking down is your opportunity to create change. And as I was reflecting on the drive, I realized that I had essentially a breakdown in October, which has initiated this change. And it came from the ending of an unexpected ending of a relationship with somebody that I thought was my person. I had moved far away from the ocean into the desert and out of the blue, it was done. Uh, hard stop, no communication, didn't quite grasp why. And I, I lost my shit and it happens to us. And through losing my shit, I stepped back and really thought about what I want to get out of my life and what I like to do. And what I love is the water. I love sailing. I love being creative. Um, I love travel. And I started to put together a vision for myself in three years. And that vision included uh, working remotely from a sailboat and that sailboat being able to travel uh, all kinds of different places, whether that's down to the coast of Mexico or further. And I figured, you know, time is of the essence and it's unique boat. Uh, so we're going to have a survey and sea trial. I'm in contract on it right now. Uh, I'm going to try to record some video of that and put it together. We're going to go down and take a look at it. So please join me and uh, let's uh, let's see how she looks. All right. Thanks. I have the original owner of Ariel with me right now, and I just wanted to ask him a couple questions. And he's been kind enough to sit with me and tolerate me for a few more minutes. Um, so tell me about the origin of this boat. How did you come to get it? I had a 246 and a Cal 246, and I've always liked the, the uh, cabins, cabin arrangement on the three never liked the small windows that it came with. The three was the latest model. In every way, the cabin arrangement was an improvement over the old one. And along came the opportunity to pick up a, a 346. It had smaller windows, and that was the negative. But the hull and the basic fiberglass structure were exactly the same. So I was able to buy the uh, 346 out of someone who's residence was in Palm Springs or Palm Desert, didn't use it very much. It was at the California Yacht Club and I bought it and wound up selling the 246. And I always wanted the larger windows. That was the main external difference. And, uh, and uh, I said I would wait one year and if at the end of a year I still wanted the larger windows, I would have the larger windows made. Sure enough, I did. 
And as you know, uh, the middle window, which no other boat has to the best of my knowledge, is a sliding glass window and allows cross ventilation. So you have more light, more openness, and much better ventilation uh, than you had on any other cowboat. Yeah, it's very beautiful and the windows look great, both from the interior and the exterior. So where have you taken this boat since you, so you got it in 1980? 1981. 1981. My first trip, uh, long trip, obviously to Catalina and the offshore islands, but my first long trip was as far south as Manzanillo, Mexico, and up into the Sea of Cortez. Uh, the boat handled flawlessly, it just was great. We had internal furling, main and mizzen, main mainly, and everyone, we were very careful not to get that jammed, because you can run into a problem. And so we were very careful as we were furling it. Unfurling easy comes out. Furling, yeah, you want to be careful and have tension on the main, uh, on the main sheet, I guess, and it goes in on a tight, a tight wrap onto the loop that's inside the uh, inside the mast. If it's an external, then you don't have to worry about it too much. Internally, you have to be careful. We've never run into a problem. Did you ever get it stuck once? Yeah, we got it stuck. We got it stuck. We're able to free it up. Yeah. But uh, as the sail got older, more tired, and more baggy, it became more and more tricky and more important to furl it tightly. And I'm happy to say we now have new main, uh, new staysail, and new jib. Uh, uh, yeah, they're beautiful. Um, the mast height change was approved by Bill Lapworth, who was the original designer of the boat. I met with Bill and he told me this is how high the mast should be. It was something like three and a half feet taller than the original mast. It might create some problems under some bridges, but you have to be aware of it. That plus the antenna is probably about 55 feet. Yeah. Anyway, so we made two trips, total of two trips down as far south as Manzanillo, and were there several months, staying in Cabo, Puerto Vallarta, and, uh, and then we sailed up into the Sea of Cortez uh, a little bit, not all the way, no, as yeah. far as La Paz, yeah. and then came back and around. And we did that twice, a similar trip. What years were those? Those were in the late 80s, mid to late 80s, starting. First trip to British Columbia uh, was subsequent to that, and that was in 1984, the year before the Vancouver, I believe it was, Olympics, which was 85. We were there in 84. So the first trip to Mexico was probably in 82 or 83. That was the first long trip. We made two trips as far south as Manzanillo, I didn't want to go because it was pretty hot. I didn't want to go much further south than that. And uh, we made three trips under up to British Columbia. And uh, the trips north were difficult. And after two difficult trips, we sent it one, the last, the last time, we sent it on something called Yacht Transit. We sailed it down to San Diego. Two days later, uh, Ariel, along with 20, 21 other boats, were offloaded in Vancouver, not a scratch on anyone. That was wonderful. You cheated. <laughs> we cheated. We cheated and enjoyed, this is the summer months, yeah. enjoyed British Columbia in the summer months. It's just wonderful. 
Did you sail it back down the coast? Yes, yeah. I, I personally sailed it back down the coast. That was a thrilling ride. How long did that take? Uh, five days offshore to reach San Francisco. Wow. And that was a, that was a fun ride. How far offshore did you go? Five, seven miles. Okay. Didn't want to run into any obstacles or anything like yeah. that. And uh, Conditions we had, we were had like... radar, which was nice. Radar is always great. And the one thing the mizzen mast is good for is hanging the radar. It's really not good for sailing. It adds to the aesthetics, in my opinion, only. <laughs> and sitting at anchor, keeping your head sitting, to wind. Sitting at anchor is good, yes. That's nice. Is it flat? It was, was windy? It? No, no. It was Big not waves. flat. We're talking about coming down the coast. No, it was a roller coaster. But it was, at least you're heading downwind. Yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to be heading upwind into that. Yeah. But it was, you know, 20 knots, 15 knots, and five to six to seven foot seas. And you just rode rode the crest of the uh, sea as much as you could see it. And after a while, you did it by feel. Yeah. You didn't even have to see it. You just felt which way to turn the, uh, the wheel and, and the boat did beautifully coming coming downhill. That's fun. That was a great ride. Did you run a spinnaker on that downhill? No, no, okay. I didn't. never ran a spinnaker, but I was, ran a full jib uh, during the daytime and when we could see what we were doing. Thanks for telling us about the boat. I have one more question. Sure. Uh, tell us about the boat's name. Ariel. Uh, Alpha Romeo India Echo Lima. Uh, Ariel is uh, a name. It was the most popular name at the California Yacht Club. But all of those Ariels or Ariels were named after Shakespeare, character in Shakespeare. I don't know if it's Midsummer Night's Dream or whatever. But it had to do with the wind. And this one had to do with... Uh, it's Hebrew for Lion of God. Ari meaning Ari, uh, being Lion, El is the root word for a God. And it's also a name for Jerusalem. And uh, that meant a lot to me. And the symbol was a rampant lion. And so on our cruising spinnaker, if we can find it for you, and it's yours. Enjoyed getting out today. We had a, a pleasant sail, not much wind. Um, got to haul the boat out. And uh, I'll be putting a video together of all of it. But thanks for, for spending time with us today. I'm delighted. I know the boat's going to be in very, very good hands. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye.